Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Well, it's going to be an interesting day today. <laughs> We're going to talk some That's baseball. That's so ominous. That's so ominous to it, start the show that way, Jess. This, this this is big a big deal. Lots of big deals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So with us today, Corey. Just forget the last name. <laughs> he wants to get into this so bad today. We got uh, Statman over here, <laughs> Ethan, and and our our sports director is here with us in the studio, making sure. That we stay on topic, that we do things right, mm-hmm. we don't get crazy. That's yeah. not true. That's Tom not true. Mazzaway, <laughs> good to have you, Tom. I'm the last guy to stay on topic. Thanks, Jess. Good Thanks for letting you. me uh, sit in. Oh, man, we're thrilled. I wanted to go on yesterday at 3. Any, I hear you, Oh, man. my God. Oh, this is – well, let's let's get right into this because uh, I want to I wanna talk about some stuff. Okay. <laughs> so let's get into this day in baseball history. Wait, can I just congr- – Get it out of the way. Before we get into that, I just want to congratulate – us three and Maz, because you're in here too. <laughs> Thanks. On our year anniversary today. Where's our year? Cake? I I forgot it. It literally I put a notification in my phone saying get a cake that says congratulations, and I didn't get it. It's actually, not too late. <laughs> I actually have a cake at home that my wife made. She said I should bring to work. Okay, and you not didn't... for this. <laughs> no. <laughs> Because we're not, I think she's afraid we'll sit down and eat it. And sure. I don't need to be eating any cake. Well, congratulations, guys. We did it. We Thanks made, we made yeah. it on for a full year. Thank you for all of our listeners. Oh, yeah. It's been a riot, too. How yeah. much fun and what a privilege. To Lots be of stuff. To, Remember, our first episode was a half an hour. Yeah. 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 Well, and we found out we couldn't do it in a half hour. And now we can't really do it in an hour. We want to just keep on talking. And going and going and going. I'll get you guys an Animan's cake later. There, there you go. I'll go okay. to Kroger. Okay. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Well, Kroger. Fancy. Got it. If, uh, what was the name of that? Uh, uh, Bill Knapps. If they were still open, yeah. we could get mm-hmm. 1% off. Okay. You, you didn't get, know that, Corey? Free, you get for something for every, free on your birthday? Every no, you year got. you aged. So you would get that percentage of your bill taken off. So if you were 50 years old, you got 50, 50% you, off. You got 50% off your bill. They're if you not, were 10, you how got How did they make money? Off. Are they're, they still in business? No. No, they're not in business <laughs> no. anymore because the baby boomers got older and yeah. older and older. <laughs> they kept going. You know My, what? I still see they sell, don't they sell crawlers they, yet they, still? They do. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah they have yep. baked goods that somebody bought the name. Yeah. I'm sure uh, I think made. Kroger sells Bill Knapps they all, do. all the time. They but do. My brother actually almost got picked up by a waitress at Bill Knapps on his birthday. How about that? How old was she, like 70? I'm not sure. <laughs> I wasn't alive yet, but I was told this story. So, Hey, honey. Hey, I really like you. <laughs> All right. What happened? what happened on this day in baseball oh, history? Boy. Well, 1954, former Yankee outfielder Joe DiMaggio and actress Marilyn Monroe elope, getting married at City Hall in San Francisco. And then the newlyweds are only newlyweds for 274 days before they file for divorce with uh, Marilyn Monroe accusing Joe DiMaggio of mental cruelty. Yeesh. Uh, I, my recollection is that Joe never said anything bad about her after the divorce. He loved her. That he was crazy about her yeah. all of his life. But you know yeah. what? He was jealous. And well, she was sure. Marilyn Monroe. Sure. True. And you know what? He paid... Quietly paid for her funeral and did every single thing for her. Uh, on that I did death. not know. Yeah. Wow, that's he, incredible. He did everything for her. Wow. He, well, I would. I, 
this is a free plug, but we had uh, uh, Helpy, Chuck Helpy on the show, mm -hmm. who wrote a book called Kennedy Must Be Killed mm -hmm. about the Kennedy assassination. Yep. And his, his and Bobby's involvement, alleged involvement, mm -hmm. allegedly, with uh, Marilyn Monroe and what caused her death. Yeah. Uh, and at least in this novel, it wasn't a suicide. It's a tragic story. Yeah, it's very interesting uh, how, how that all came about. I'd recommend the book. And, Chuck, I hope you're listening. Well, there, Bobby, uh, go get Marilyn uh, there. And, uh, <laughs> let's sit down and do something here. Yes. Uh, and then what else, what else happened? Uh, <laughs> in 1976, WTCG-TV owner Ted Turner purchases 100% of the Atlanta Braves for only $12 million as a means of providing sports programming for his local Channel 17. In December, when the FCC permits the station to use satellite to broadcast shows on cable networks, the franchise becomes available to millions of subscribers across the country, marking Atlanta's America team. Yeah, that was the first real uh, network, mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. TBS, right? That's yeah. what it became. Yeah. Yeah. Turner Broadcast. And, and then... WGN in Chicago started doing mm -hmm. the same thing. Yeah, uh, I always loved the, growing up as a kid and turning on TBS on like a Saturday and watching a day game. Well, I loved it. Uh, they they had games on every every time the Braves played. They yeah. were on TV. Remember mm -hmm. their announcer? No, Harry Carey's son, Skip Carey. Skip Carey. Skip Carey. Really? Yeah. Mm. I remember Hawk Harrelson oh. on the Chicago. Of course, uh, he's still kicking. yeah, he's still there. Great. Really great color guy. Put it on the board. Yes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I guess we should talk about uh, how we stay on the air or we stay on the internet it's for called, a year. It's called money. Yeah. <laughs> we have a, we have a we're, we're sponsored and we're sponsored today by Century Mortgage Lending. Uh, Century Mortgage Lending is a great mortgage lender broker uh, located in uh, Birmingham, Michigan. And uh, really good people over there. Congratulations to uh, uh, Elizabeth uh, Gagne over there, who is about to in, tie the knot again. Embark she's, in a wonderful she's, journey. She's recently engaged. She'll probably, based on being recently engaged, give you a really special rate on your mortgage. Time to buy now. So, <laughs> so congratulations, Elizabeth. Go over, uh, give, give them a call if you're thinking about refinancing, you're thinking about buying a home. And especially if you're thinking about buying a home, get pre-approved. No matter uh, what price range you're in, figure it out so you don't go waste a lot of time and potentially lose some money by putting a deposit down on the house that perhaps you're not qualified for. Mm -hmm. So uh, go see Elizabeth. Uh, she's at Century Mortgage Lending. That's CenturyML.com. CenturyML.com is their website. Uh, phone number 248-258-4977. That's 248-258-4977. NMLS number 134525. They are an equal housing lender. Give them a call, 248-258-4977. Tell them that Corey and Ethan and Jess... 
from Baseball Mainly said to call. I may have to go over there soon because I was talking with Corey. I'm a, I, I need to I need to get a house. He wants to I need be to a, get a home house owner. or a condo. Nah, you know, yeah. just stay with that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. It's a don't trap. You, it's a trap. Okay. No. I'm trying to get a roofer at my house right now. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> stay the hell at home. I, I'm ready to go back to Jersey and live with my parents. <laughs> In the basement. Absolutely. You know, there are differences <laughs> opinion opinion on owning a home. But every home we've owned we has appreciated, and we've we've walked away with uh, that appreciation where we could buy another it's house. Good. And uh, It's all about location, yeah. location, location, too. So yeah. speaking of appreciation, though, we got to talk about how this whole thing started with Houston and, oh, that we're getting being, into it. and that being Mike Fires not having any appreciation for his former team in the Houston Astros. And coming out in 2017 and saying, or not 2017, in 2018, mm-hmm. and saying that the Houston Astros in 2017 stole signs and then banged on garbage cans to let, to relay the signs. Was it and 2018 that he actually meant that he broke I, silence? I believe, I believe or was he, it last year that he I broke I believe silence? it was late 2018. Oh, okay. Right after he had signed that two-year deal with Oakland. I, I, and I <laughs> he, believe he had to make was, sure his job was secure. <laughs> I believe it was on a YouTube I heard. Uh, you could actually hear it. They were showing mm-hmm. it and saying, "Oh, that's a fastball. Oh, that's a it was curve." Against the yeah. White Sox. Yeah. 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 Wow. And it's. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I'm a base. I love baseball, and stealing signs is part of the game. We've talked about this before on the show. I think the electronic part of it is the wrong thing. Yes. Right. If if you can look and the catcher. You know, isn't isn't covering up well, or you're on second base and you mm-hmm. can help your batter. Yep, it's kind of always mm-hmm. been part of the game, and there's there's a way to combat that. Mm-hmm. It's part of the strategy. Yep, this took it to a whole other level. So I think we should explain though what the punishment was handed down by Major League Baseball, and that was one year suspensions for the GM Jeff Lunhow and manager AJ Hinch, both of whom were fired. Yesterday, after this announcement, it's like a, um, an hour after, yeah. like the MLB handed down their suspensions, um, they also lose their 2020 and 2021 first and second round draft picks. However, they will retain their compensation pick that they get from Garrett Cole signing with the Yankees, which is the number 72nd pick in the draft this year. The team was also fined the highest allowable fine under the Major League Constitution, being five million dollars. Wow. Uh, it's, so, it, do you think that that is? Uh, well, first of all, what what did they do? Tell us what they did. Well, the the story is, and it's interesting because a former player did put out a, a kind of a contradicting story in a sense that they would get the they would use the cameras in center field, they would get the sign that would then be relayed to the dugout, and then it would be banging on trash can time. <laughs> um, and I want to put up two. Two pictures real quick because it's something that Logan Morrison, who played for Seattle back in 2014, has played for the Yankees, has played for a few different organizations. He put out a very interesting Instagram post, which stated that Manford's report is straight fake news and that this started in Houston back in 2014 when he played for Seattle. And he put a, a video clip from YouTube of this back when he's claiming it happened. In 2014, they were doing the same thing. And they were horrible. And what they what he said was, 
that it doesn't come as a surprise that that was happening. But Major League Baseball was aware of it, and they did nothing. Now, he says from firsthand accounts, he believes the Yankees, Dodgers, Astros, and Red Sox have all used film to pick signs. So he wants it to be known that Houston, while they are punished, every team pretty much, and he only names the four, but let's be honest, every team that has a has a camera pointed in center field at the pitcher's mound has the ability to do this and more than likely does. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. Mm-hmm. So it didn't help the Tigers this year, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> no, the camera guy was taking a break. <laughs> you actually need players to, to do yeah. this. <laughs> uh, uh, so, this is a touchy subject. Well, Because we're playing both sides of the coin. Because, Jess, I do agree with you. Stealing signs is a part of the game. If you are in the other team's dugout and the manager or one of the other managers that catch it, that they're either calling signs and you you can pick up on what the pitcher's doing or whatever, that's part of the game. To me, that's part of the game. There was a controversy back uh, a couple of years ago when Brad Ausmus was wearing an iWatch. People were saying, no, 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 you can't wear the iWatch, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's because the Red Sox got caught with it. That, too. Um, I hated it as soon as like the whole analytical thing of baseball came into it. You have to learn about analytics. I get that. Analytics are a new thing. But as soon as they started giving tablets or any other type of technology, cell phones, whatever it was, I felt immediately that it took away from really what the game was. Because to me, <laughs> baseball has always been like a chess game. You're playing against another opponent that <laughs> – hold on. You're playing against another opponent that – you have to kind of outthink. And stealing signs is part of that game, which I agree with you on. Doing it the way that the Houston Astros and allegedly these other teams have done it, that's like, I don't know, that's like being the computer in a in an online chess game to me. Well, that's me- like kind of like really going above what being, a, you're not smart. You're just using technology to make you smarter. If, if as Ethan says... All these teams are using it. Mm-hmm. Don't you think each team is aware the other team is doing it, mm-hmm. first of all? Mm-hmm. And if they are, just like in a war, mm-hmm. aren't there countermeasures? Sure. This, the number one, doesn't always have to be a fastball. Right. Right? This doesn't have to be a changeup. Mm-hmm. There are ways, you know, I, mm-hmm. and I'll give away one of them, you know, because I, I have so many great pitches. When I pitch, if it's at night, I can't see the catcher's fingers. Mm-hmm. I tell him, you know, put down a sign and then touch your chest if you want a fastball. Yeah. If you don't touch your fast chest, I'm going to throw a breaking ball. Sure. Well, and that, that, those are the signs. Yeah, it's picking the fire. And, and, and I don't care who's on second base. They're, at our age, we're not smart enough to figure that out. Who's on second well, base? But and- they, in the major leagues, they could do the same thing. You can change your signs. You you could come up with other other ways of, you know, let's and and, and mm-hmm. some of this wasn't just the batter. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Over time, it became, okay, I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a camera on the third base coach, mm-hmm. and on the manager, mm-hmm. and see what they're doing, mm-hmm. and then watch what they did. I'm gonna watch that film. Now I'm gonna know when it's a hit and run, when it's a steal, when it's a bunt. Mm-hmm. You got to change it up. A, a lot of colleges are doing that now. You have the cameras right on top of the dugouts, 
while they're pointed at the pitcher's mound, they're like these cameras we have in the studio. They can rotate. Mm -hmm. So while it's all encased in black, you have no idea actually where it's pointing. But to to follow up what you said just about when you pitch, a lot of catchers and a lot of teams are going to more of a body touch with the signs, and the signs mean nothing. Sure. It's the sequence in which they do the body touch. So teams that have started to take countermeasures, but I think the biggest thing with this whole thing is is that you under you understand that all teams have access to the cameras. All teams have access to do what Houston did. Or have or I should say were found guilty of doing. Um, so in my opinion, if you're a pitcher, the only camera that can tell you or tell you what sign you're going to or what pitch you're about to throw is a camera in center field. I think if Major League Baseball wanted to solve this whole issue, no Major League team can have access to a camera in center field. There you go. Plain and simple. Now it has to be relied on at a guy standing at second. What if it's a closed circuit camera? That I mean, cameras are tiny now. Mm-hmm. There are ways to get around that too. There are the. Um, well, that's me, really going above and beyond. The remember change. the old Giants back in the day, yeah. Leo DeRocher and all that. I mean, they they were doing radio stuff back then in the fifties. Leo DeRocher was once the uh, the uh, roommate of Babe Ruth. Really? Yeah. I saw him the other day on uh, Mr. Ed, of course. Mr. Yep. Ed hit that uh, grand slam against the Dodgers. <laughs> it was awesome. Then he slid into home. So what's the consensus overall <laughs> in the room of what the what MLB is handed down in terms of, of well, punishment? I want to hear what Tom thinks yeah. of the of the punishment. Yeah, what's the what's the punishment and then wh- how do you how are you reacting to what how Houston handled it? Well, those are two separate things, honestly. They they mind. fired the guys because they had to. It's PR and yeah. you know Alex Cora is probably going to lose his gig in Boston, but I heard he yeah. was going to lose his gig last year because the team was kind of in in an uproar. How about Dave Dombrowski? Where does he fit in in all of this too? Ooh. We can go back as far as that, but what I don't like is not one player is being touched here. It's the Ooh. players that Ooh. did it. My understanding is the deal was made during the investigation that if the players would talk, there would be no punishment for any players. Yeah, but that's bogus. Which may, well. It happens in murder cases. What? <laughs> Good point. What? <laughs> Can't argue what, with that one. <laughs> what? Not what guilty. About, what about Carlos Beltran, who was a player yeah. during this time? Yeah. He's now with your the beloved Mets. Mets. I know. I know. I got worried a little bit so about let, that. So let's talk about this actual uh, punishment. What has happened to the value of the Houston Astros? Since 2016, way up, way yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think mm-hmm. it exceeds five million dollars? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, by how about a B? Oh, yeah. yeah. Slap on the wrist. Yeah. Slap on the wrist. Yeah. And now the biggie to me is losing those draft choices. Sure. But they're low because yeah. they finished in because, first because they're such a good years. team. Yeah. They're not going to pick high. No. Yep. And uh, and they still threw them the crumb by letting them keep the uh, the one that they lost to the Yankees. That conditional pick for Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. That's number 76, right, Ethan? Number 72. 72. So that's still a pretty decently high pick. Yeah. So they lost their first two, so they're picking first at 72. So here's what I think. I think Pete Rose was oh, no. banned wow. from baseball yeah. oh, no. by Giamatti uh-huh. 
with the deal that give it a year, we'll let you back in, yep. and you can be in the Hall of Fame. Yep, yep. I think Oops. it's the same. It's the same <laughs> kind of saw that one coming. Same kind of thing here. Let's get this out of the way. Sure. Let let let's take some decisive action. Sure. Are these guys hireable? Yes. Sure. Would you hire him if you were the Tigers right now? I'd hire. I would not. Hi- not now. No, Got to no. wait till next year. Well, AJ Hinch, former Tiger. Yeah, I, I sure. Would, I would hire during him the, the season. Year, yeah. Yeah. During the season where we set the record for the most losses mm-hmm. ever. Uh, and who was our catcher then? Because he w- he was a backup here. Yeah. Who was the Back main in catcher? 03? Yeah. Well, that was one year before Pudgy got here. Come on, set man. <laughs> Anyway, let's, let's just look it, it up. Yeah. No, let's look it up. But, okay, so does the punishment fit the crime is the real question right now from Major League Baseball. We can get into the whole Houston thing. Well, they can't take their World Series away from them because it is it is what it is. True. It is what it is. They're the champs. It Everyone's got their is. T-shirts already. And it is what it is. And Ethan came up with yeah. really good points about that because I mean, they did they, one okay, out of. Okay, so in that World Series, they won game one and game two in L.A. Mm-hmm. They then played game three, four, and five at home in which they went one and two. So it was a 3-2 series going back to L.A. for game six and seven, mm-hmm. where they won, once again split one and one. You cannot take away a World Series in which, right. realistically, there, if you're stealing the signs, <laughs> if you're stealing the signs, you, don't, you cannot steal oh, yeah. the signs in, a, in another team. How'd they get team. to the World Series? See, that's where my point was. They beat the ALCS. <laughs> See, that might... They swept four at home against yes. the Yankees. See, that's that's what... how they got it. Oh, and it was against the Yankees, too. <laughs> okay. It's oh, okay. yeah. So, it's Look okay. At... <laughs> By far, Houston was the better team anyways. Oh, really? So it I... went seven games. If Maz did not have headphones on right now, Steam would be coming out of his ears. I don't know. How did they get you, to the World Series, the Yankees. Boy? Here's what Corey Bellinger had to say. <laughs> At least we did it the right way. way. At least we mm. lost the right the way. way. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on to how Houston handled it, and you oh, said our... because of PR, and yeah. I, I totally agree with you because you you when something festerous kind of happens in your organization, you got to get rid of it right away. Yeah. That's how in any sport it happens in every sport. But it like wow, it would just ha- like it literally happened an hour after they MLB handed down their suspensions for a year, which I thought was justifiable mm-hmm. in my book. A year's justifiable. You don't get your manager for a year, and you don't get your GM. You don't really get to really make big decisions in that year. I'd rather see them sit out Alec Bregman. Yeah, for a year that um, would hurt them more. And then the five million dollar slap. Eh, well, that's the uh, most they. That's the could most they find. could could find. Um, but wow, they really just were like, nope. Done. Get out of here. You're out. And they really I don't know if Houston has a backup plan. They're try Major League Baseball is just trying to get sure. this over and done with. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to deal with it. It's the off season. Let's let's get it done. They worked on it a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that does that change the dynamic of how Houston goes about this season? No. Uh, no. Are they still top contender? I don't think they could hire one of their like their bench coach, who was supposed to be a very good manager to be. They can't hire him either. He's damaged goods. They yeah. have to go outside the they organization. They got to go outside the organization. Uh, who was their batting coach then? That guy had to be in on it. Oh, totally. You know, come on. It isn't just those two guys. The, and the fact that they won't be able to throw away their trash in the dugouts anymore is <laughs> just right. like even. It's going to be a mu- disgusting dugout. That's <laughs> 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 disgusting. There were only, just by the way, there were only four four guys mentioned in the report by name. 
and those were the GM, A.J. Hinch, Alex Cora, and, of course, the former assistant GM, Brandon Tobman, who was fired after making some inappropriate comments to a female reporter. Boy, they got a clean house completely. Yeah. Carlos Beltran has gone to another team now. and Who do they bring in now? I, th- I think you have to go outside the organization. To get somebody, you do. I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Brad Brad Osmond, Brad Osmond, Justin Verlander would be like, okay, I'm just retired. You know, the funny thing would be, is if Brad Osmond went there and won the World Series, that would I would I it would piss off every Tiger fan. Yeah, listen, yeah, there's a lot of people out there that that don't like Justin Verlander. They think he's a What's the word I'm looking Prima for? Donna. Well, there's he, he calls cheating. You know, he hates cheaters. He hates oh. cheaters. He hates cheaters. And there's a lot of people that think he cheats. True. I mean, how is he getting better after all these age. years? It's, yeah. called, it's called he listens to what his coaches tell him. And okay. He Didn't do that develops. in Detroit. Okay, lot, I'm just but. saying. Justin Verlander's all mad, juice ball, this, that. Yep. I hate cheaters. Mm-hmm. Now he's on a band of cheaters. Yeah. And he knew they were cheating. He won the World Series with him. Does True. This, so does this tarnish his reputation? No. I think his reputation was tarnished a little bit to begin with because there are people out there that think he's, you know, dipping in the oil. Yeah. Like he was untouchable. But yeah, but now all, all of a sudden, sudden I want to hear hypocr- hypocrite is what the word I was thinking about. Yeah. Hey. You could. But I'm just throwing it out there. No, I think that's a very. Lo- I think that's a very logical thing because he does. He, I want to hear what he has he to co- say. He likes to call it out, plain and simple. He yeah. likes his voice to be heard when issues like this, like the juice ball, yeah. like you know, every little thing. And then all, and he gets upset. He gets upset even like when other teams are doing or calling yeah, them yeah. out for stuff. I mean, I think it happened a couple times in Detroit. But right. yeah, does that? I mean. I want to hear from him. I haven't. I haven't heard anything since this happened. No, no real big rebuttal. As soon as like something I would, happened, I would bet that the uh, management of the Astros has said, "Let's all just be quiet. Let this. Ho- we hope it will go away. We'll make some decisions here in the future, but let's give it some time to die down." Did you hear what the baseball said to the Dodgers? Yeah, the Dodgers will not be talking about the, the yeah. about any of this. Major League Baseball yeah. Yeah. told all the owners. Yeah. Don't talk about Don't this. Don't talk about it. So the Dodgers came out and said, we we just want everybody to know that we're not going to talk about this per Major League Baseball's. <laughs> what do you think they're saying? Yeah. Talk about passive aggressive. aggressive. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but- so I, I do want to talk, though, real quickly about, you know, the the Verlander of it all. Yes, he hasn't made a comment, but when we talk about his, his feeling on cheating – there is so much that happens in a major league organization that players will not talk about because it's in their contract not to talk about. Then shut your mouth about juice ball. So, yeah. yeah. So there are certain issues where, and, and this is why I, I have a very strong feeling, Mike Fires, once his contract's up in Oakland, he ain't going to find another job in baseball. He won't. Because nobody can trust a player An organization that, wouldn't bring a player in that, like that, that that's going to call out anything about yeah. the organization. I agree with that. It's, it's like when you leave a company. It's okay. Mike Fires wasn't going to really find He's pitching. He pitched good last year. Yeah. He did. I would have taken him on the Tigers and, again. I'll still <laughs> sure. take him. Rally Goose. Rally I'll, Goose. I'll take him. <laughs> well, uh, as uh, as Joey says, snitches get stitches. Yep. Joey True. Bag of Donuts. Joey Bag of Donuts. Actually, and, uh, Joey the Snake Man. Back in 2003, the Tiger Catcher. Was Brandon Inge. Okay. In 2000, uh, 
We talked about this the other day. Yeah. Where yesterday. Yeah, that's right. That was when he actually did come up as Brand- a, Brandon yep. Inge. Um, Anybody want to guess what his batting average was? 206. One, one, 191. I have no idea. 210. As you were closest, it was 203. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I, I knew I should have said 200. But you know what? When you, <laughs> when you first come to the 201, a lot come of guys on down. Didn't, the price is right. didn't bat well their first year in the bigs. Yeah. A lot of guys did. Of course not. And Brandon had that one good year where he hit, what, 27 home runs? Uh, then he went to the home run derby and hit none. Yeah, well. but you remember that? No, that's so funny, though, because as soon as they're taking pictures, Brandon Inge is so small, and he's got, like, holes, and he's got, like, yeah. you know, I forget. I think Eric Thames was, like, on that one. It was, like, just a big, massive dudes in there, Brandon Inge. I, I we am, love you, Brandon. Please come I, on the show. I am amazed that anybody hits one out. As fast as the ball comes in, as much as it moves, those guys are incredible. And Brandon Inge... He had good bat speed. Brandon Inge was, is and was one of the best athletes the Tigers have ever had. Hands down. And, Couldn't and, agree more. Look, I'd get, I'd get mad at him. Not, you know, I'm mad at what – and I'm sure this had to do with the, the hitting instructor or the team philosophy of batting. But those guys took so many first pitches. True. And it got to where with, with Inge, it seemed like every first pitch was right down the middle – or it was at least hittable, yeah. and now you're in the hole, 0 and one, and then they start working on him with breaking balls and hitting the corners. And I was a little angry when we got rid of Inge and like we were moving the transition back for Cabrera to third base and Fielder at first. Now, granted, it was fun because you had two big bombers, you know, going back to back. But um, you had two guys that but, were not but I the felt most bad for Brand- I felt bad for Brandon. Yeah, they didn't play the hot corner as well. Their defensive numbers were not great compared to Brandon's. Like I he said, he still had longevity. And great that first, athlete. And that first game that we that we literally played against Brandon when he was moved to Oakland, he crushes two home runs off of Verlander. Maybe Verlander gave it to him, but I don't you know. know what? The just... Tigers beat Verlander with, a, with several home runs this year, right? I know. I yeah, one by Ronnie Rodriguez, who is no longer a Tiger. Oh, boy. Well, the reason Yikes. Ronnie hit it is it was accidentally in the strike zone. And it was a fastball that normally no other batter would swing That's at. Who grabbed, who grabbed him? Uh, Milwaukee. He's <laughs> Milwaukee's problem now. I'm so happy. Whoop-de-doo. All right. Well, it is what it is. So what's what's the solution? Does everybody get fined? Does everybody... Do, is there some kind of – well, with the steroids, you know, the government got involved. Is mm-hmm. that going to happen here? No. But I, I think similar to what they do for random drug testing, they should do in this scenario. I think every once in a while for every major league team during the middle of a game, a major league employee should show up at, a, at the ballpark and walk into wherever these teams have their camera, you know, where they're watching these cameras, and they should stand in there for a nine-inning game and see what's happening. So get into the micromanaging kind be, of thing, really then, keeping the, Big Brother on because you. Because then you see also in the dugout, is there anything that's happening in this game that typically, you know, is that do they stop doing something? Is there something that they're doing two games in the series that now in the third game, because you have someone standing in there watching over your shoulder, are they not doing? Yeah. 
because like with the point. with the banging of the garbage can, that would be quite noticeable. Maybe they were just big stomp fans, and <laughs> or maybe with it. Brett Gardner, you know, yeah. What were <laughs> uh, the Tigers doing ceiling. when you were a ball boy? They had their little video room where in a little broom closet. They had it uh, in their supply closet. Is it still it's, there? It's, do you think? I don't know. I, I would hope they moved it. it. Was not in the greatest spot, but you had you had the replay center right there. And then you had your video archive room uh, right next to the kitchen, which is where Victor Martinez would always go to watch every at-bat he took. Or if he was going to be leading off, he would go and watch the previous like, four at-bats. Hmm. Good for him. That's probably why Victor was so great. Oh, he was well, a pro see, hitter. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of like like all technology, right? It can mm-hmm. be used for something really sure. good. Mm-hmm. Right. Or it can be abused. Yeah. And I, I, I hate the word regulation. Mm-hmm. But – uh, Major League Baseball is going to have to do something to regulate it. I agree with you, Ethan. But you know, you you go, you look at other sports. You look at football. Every football team watches a, a video of what they did in their last game. Yeah, the Patriots and, have professional photographers. And, they are. And, 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 and <laughs> video, against the Bengals. Video of who you're going to play. Uh huh. What are they? What you know? They're down, they're in the red zone. It's uh, third and goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do they usually run? If yep. they're in the fi- inside the five. Right. What are they, you know? It's all a matter of doing your homework to find out what the other team's going to do. Doing it in real time, though, I think is the issue here. To tell, and and personally, of course, the guys I face don't throw that hard, but I don't want to know what the guy's going to throw me. No. And most of the guys I play against, I've played against a lot. You really don't want to know? I don't want to know. If Willie Boyd's throwing me a breaking ball, I don't want to know it. And if he's throwing me a fastball, I don't want to know it. Because if the coach or whoever's telling me tells me that he's throwing a breaking ball and it's a fastball and I don't <laughs> get out of the way, I'm going to get killed, yeah. right? True. I'm okay with bailing out of the way and it breaking over the plate and me mm-hmm. being called out, which has happened several times. Mm-hmm. The guy's a great pitcher, at least at our level. As you get older, obviously, you're not as, not as quick. So yeah, you got to watch and yourself. and most of the pitchers don't, you know, in, in my league probably – the fastest guy throws in the 70s. Yeah, I, don't want to get hit with a, I don't want to get hit and with a 70. And probably the average guy in the 45 and over league, which is now the 42 and over league, probably throws 65 to 70. That's the there average guy. There you go, guy. Corey, right there. I'm still thinking I'm going to throw 45. My arm uh, is not a whip. I'm thinking Corey gets <laughs> up to 60. Yeah, and, he says I'm going to throw 60. And I, I, I think that's hard. I, I play in an old folks feet. league. I played 65 and over the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Probably the average speed there is more like 50. That's still good. But there's a lot of junk, right? I mean, guys with knuckleballs and breaking balls. There's a guy named Ed Harmon who pitches in that league. He probably doesn't throw over 40. And it, it's got arc coming in. And it's after a while, it's hard to hit. Yeah. Because you can't wait. Sure. So, it, you know, it's all kind of relative. How Sorry. about all the, the rest of the cheating that's happened in baseball over the years? Gaylord Perry and guys like that. The doctor of baseball. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you were on with us, but when in the early 1900s, we were on that early. Uh, no, 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 no. The, Are we talking in, about the spitball? In the, the early grand- 1900s, <laughs> the spitball was outlawed by whatever it was, the Baseball Federation, whatever yeah. it was. Except, and they grandfathered in everybody who'd been throwing it prior to that time. They could still throw it. Uh. 
So back then, <laughs> it was more arbitrary. Yes, yes. I've been awesome. using the spitball this entire time. <laughs> yes. Grandfather me in. Valverde got, Valverde got caught for a spitball yeah. in one game. Now, Perry didn't throw water. He used, like, bro cream He used Vaseline yeah. and stuff. I mean, did you guys see anything on this Trevor Bauer thing? Because Trevor Bauer has been outspoken. Yeah. Ethan, did you see anything about that as well? I mean, I, I saw he made some comments. I mean, people but... are all over Trevor Bauer right now because he's saying, you know, people have been using his pine tar and yeah. stuff like that. To well, and that's manipulate. been proven. I understand that. But yeah. he's like, you know, why are we talking about all this other stuff when all this other stuff's going on? Well, yeah. you know, I disagree with him there because the guys who have used pine tar or tried to use another substance on the ball – Umpires are catching it, and they and they do they do eject the player, and literally the player does get suspended. It. Literally touching the ball, and it's like, is that a booger? That is disgusting. <laughs> well, no. the, the, the worst one was when Michael Pineda put oh, pine, Pineda. Put, yeah, put, put pine tar on his neck. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like you could tell he had something. Yeah, on he's his like, no, neck. no, no. Who was it? No. Got got thrown I out. I speak English. <laughs> no. Who was it? Got thrown out for the nail file. And oh and God. when they wanted to look at it, uh, he, put it he in the turned other his hand. back yeah. and threw it on the ground. <laughs> You're right. I love it. How about Kenny Rogers in, in the ALDS against the Yankees? What did he do? Don't you remember Kenny Rogers? I remember Kenny Rogers for the Tigers. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant, the Tigers and the Yankees. Don't you remember he had that substance on and Joe Buck and Tim McCarver caught it on TV? Really? Did yeah, they when say he was, anything about when he, that? Yeah, they did. Was that, was that the game where they clinched against the Yankees? They either clinched. He, he dominated the series. And – it was it was on a fox and they zeroed in on him and he was he had the he had the pine tar so it's 2006 right? yeah look back at 2006 oh. tim McCarver caught it on tv and you know cuz kenny He's rogers all of a sudden kenny rogers all of a sudden became wow where did this guy come from yeah. i mean he dominated he was the only playoff. one in the in the world series he was the only one to win the actual game yeah well yeah. and and the smartest thing that teams are doing now but i, I think is eventually going to get caught on to because it's it's so it's if umpires look out for it it's kind of obvious catchers are putting pine tar in specific spots on their uniform yeah. or on their catching gear on yeah. the inside so when they catch the ball they just take a quick wipe and toss well Molina got a ball. He had a ball yeah, that stuck literally right, stuck yeah. to his chest. He was like, where's the ball? And it stuck Trevor to Bauer his put chest. a picture of him up. He put a picture of Molina just no. standing there like this. I mean, Yachty is the king. Oh, no, yeah. It's just I, the cheating. Uh, I, I, do we even go as far as saying this type of stuff is cheating if it's gone so far back to those days where let's put it spitballs were being grandfathered let's in? Let's look at it this way. I think the pine tar issue is more like a James Harden five-step travel in the NBA. That's oh, a good thing. It yeah. doesn't make a huge difference no. because for fan enjoyment, they're not going to do anything about it. Trust me. If in the NBA, if refs started calling travels on James Harden, LeBron James, certain other players, fans would not watch the game because it would be a very it slow be, game. It would not be a spectacle anymore. No, I'd if, watch it because I can't batters, stand what they do. I, if, I hate that they took traveling out of the game. If, I do. If, I'm one of those old guys. Get off my lawn. If, if, if batters never swung and missed, fans would not watch the game. If, Pitchers could not throw these, you know, great fastballs and these bizarre breaking balls that went 15 feet in one direction. Fans wouldn't watch well, the you, game. You mentioned we've talked about Verlander. Mm-hmm. How is it he can throw that 12 to six curve? I mean, it, it that thing is it has a huge break. Mm-hmm. His Do grips you, are just he's just got phenomenal. I mean, he I remember uh, 
Fox Sports was doing, he was taught. They were talking to him, and he was showing off his grips. It's ridiculous the amount of space his hand takes up on a ball and his rotation, just his placement. I mean, he practices those grips every sure. single day. I'm guaranteed he's sitting at home right now with Kate, still practicing his grips. But I got man, I tell you, what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, gardening. So what? Let's let's move Play on. With what, his daughter. What, what's yeah. happening with uh, players getting signed and arbitration? And well, speaking of uh, the Dodgers and Cody Bellinger, he sets a new record for first-year arbitration player contract being a one-year, eleven and a half million dollars. Was it deserved? Yeah, I mean, he won the MVP. He's a stud. Think here, here. I took down his numbers. He scored 121 runs. Had 115 RBI, walked 95 times, batted 305, stole 15 bases, had an OPS of 1035, and hit 47 bombs. That's one of the greatest years that you could put together. Yeah. Think about that. 11 million based on what other players are getting is a steal. Yeah. Now let's compare that to Miggy, what he's making this year and what he put out. Thirty-some million. Even? And what were Miggy, his numbers? Ethan? Miggy's being paid for the past. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And with the hope that they would get to a World Series and win at least one of them, and they got to two, and uh, and the hope that he wouldn't get hurt. Almost well, got to another couple. Yeah. And you know, Miguel Cabrera is. It's not Miguel Cabrera's fault he has that contract. No. Yeah, that's what Who man- wouldn't sign it? management was willing to pay him. Yeah. yeah. If somebody came in here and offered to pay me $100 to do this podcast, I'd do it. I'm sorry, this streamcast. Yeah. I'd do it. They better give me and Nathan some money, too. Well, I'd. He'll I'd, take you to lunch. Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? But, number you one know, or number I mean, two if, off the if, value if, menu? If somebody offered to, to pay you really big money yeah. because you're good at something and they offered to pay you, over a long period of time, with no, no guarantee you're going to be that great. And who's Miggy's, who's Miggy's agent? Is it a? Uh, it's not Scott Boris. I don't. It's think. not Boris. I don't believe okay. so. So but he's, yeah, no, he switched agencies a few times, so God only knows. Well, yeah. what, what about uh, who else has gotten arbitration? Well, Mookie Betts, outfielder, Boston Red Sox. Now broke Nolan Arenado's arbitration record, which last year was twenty-six million. He gets twenty-seven million from the Boston Red Sox, uh, so they actually avoided going to a hearing. The Red Sox were willing to give him twenty-seven, and he was willing to take twenty-seven. So, weren't they weren't they trying to trade him? They they probably might still attempt to trade him, but you got to have him under contract. The to Dodgers trade him. really want him, and they think they've got room for him. And of course, they could pay him. Sure. Now how oh, long yeah. has, how long has Betts been in, in the league? Do you know? Well, this is his last year of arbitration, I believe. So he's been in the league now for five years because and he's he's a proven player I yeah. mean, that guy can he can play he can and a hit. good bowler i'm pretty is sure he? yeah he is actually yeah, he is. Seen him yeah. 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 now he you know he didn't have bellinger numbers he batted 295 29 home runs yeah. 80 ribbies down year 16 stolen bases with a 915 ops mm-hmm. still yeah. good but a down year for him if you it's look pretty, back a year yeah. prior yeah, he had a year a really prior good he was year. like 330 yeah. but i mean that's like saying look back at bellinger's second year in the league it was not as good as his as his rookie year and it was definitely not as good as his past year so they all have up and down years. the red sox all went down yes last year they had a down year and what do you what do you attribute that to just a, a letdown after yeah. having such a good year the hangover year before? i would think so hangover but you know what there was a rumor back last year that 
Cora might have, you know, been getting out of there. So I think the Alex Cora is going to be let go here in the next couple of days once and, the the crap hits the fan here they, on Boston. They, they, got, they got rid of Dombrowski. Yeah, and what what's up with him? I mean, he if he was part of this whole World Series run, which we all know he was, mm-hmm. what did he know about the cheating that Boston has done over the years? He's been involved. He's out of a job. He's one of the best general managers in, in sports. He's yeah. out of a job. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm really shocked about that, that nobody's really – there hasn't been buzz because as soon as he left the Tigers, there's a lot of buzz right away where he's going to go, and Boston looked like the right place to go. Well, he already, uh, he already, I, he'd already been talking about I don't Boston. know. I mean, that's also another thing, like, you know, after you're winning a World Series and all of a sudden Boston's saying, we're letting you go. You didn't fulfill anything. Something happened this with year. him in management. I think so, ownership. and I think maybe that got around and – Maybe teams are just kind of a little bit more hesitant. I mean, he still has the track record of being with the Tigers organization for that long, making extremely high-priced deals. And I think maybe some teams are like, nah, I don't know I mean, if we really can go we that route. We want to keep our minors. Yeah, we would like to keep I our minors. I mean, you look at the three stops he's been recently. Florida, which is now Miami. Uh-huh. What did he do? He signed Big players for big money. Yeah. He didn't do as, mon- as many trades. And what did, what did they do while he was there? They won a World Series. Won a World Series. Then he comes to Detroit. What do you do? You trade away a lot of your young guys to bring in big names, and then you deal out more money in free agency, putting your farm system to skeletons. But what mm-hmm. did he do? He got to two World Series. And, and we didn't Could win have been one. before. And, and we then, won the Central several times. We own the Central. And then he goes to Boston. It's true. He, he there are ha- t-shirts he, made. He has a pattern. And what did he do there? His pattern is— He won the World Series there. Yes, but his pattern is completely demolish the team's minor league system, Yeah. win one year, and now hopefully— Boston's just in almost in the same place as we were, just not with well, me, as high a paid contract. Let, let me compare this to drag racing. Okay. Oh, God. You build this engine. You put all kinds of power in it. You put, you put this— uh, highly uh, high octane uh, fuel in it that, uh-huh. that's not good for the engine. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. But you get down the track in four seconds. Are you telling uh, me that all the teams that Dave had, and, and, they were huge juicing them? And eventually the engine blows. Yeah. And that, that really is kind of, that's my little analogy. I like that. That's a good analogy. But eventually, analogy. eventually the car won't run anymore and yep. you got to go back and rebuild it. Yep. But at least you got you got the win. You got it was it was magnificent. Yeah, it was. the run that we had here in Detroit, mm-hmm. and I don't want to forget that. No, nope. that's why I'm still a Tiger fan. Yep, I I will never be a Lions fan until they win. <laughs> until they win, I'll yeah. get on the bandwagon then. But when you have sixty some years of futility, there's something wrong there. Mm-hmm. There's there's no there the plan is bad. Or there's no desire to win. Exactly. We're happy with what we have. Yeah, you're you're conceding. Well, let's to move on the with regular. baseball because I don't want to talk. So the Tigers, about, the line, were, my blood pressure goes up when I talk. The about Tigers the were a Corvette, <laughs> and now we're an Edsel. That's about it. Okay. Now maybe maybe it. Uh, no, we're a little newer. We're an Edge. An Edge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, well, I was driving down Woodward. Uh, two different two different makers too, right? We got GM and we got Ford there. That's right. Yep. yep. Um, Oh, anyway, Tigers uh, settled with some guys. Yeah, right? their last four arbitration-eligible players have all avoided going to hearings uh, with Matthew Boyd agreeing to a $5.3 million deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Norris, with the most bizarre number ever, $2,962,500. <laughs> uh, 
uh, Buck Farmer on Is a, that a one-year? Yep, all of these are one-year. Okay. Norris um, got a, uh, a new van thrown in on that skill, too. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he picked it up down by the river. That's he, where he is. And he's sponsored by Dollar Shave Club. Now Absolutely. Too, so. Buck Farmer picks up a $1.15 million contract, and outfielder Jacoby Jones gets $1.575. Okay, if any of these guys were uh, free agents out there, would you pick any of them up for the Tigers? If you you know you you could pick them up at this, these numbers. I'll pick up Boyd. Yeah, that's the only one. Uh, I would go actually Boyd and Buck. Buck out of Buck's cheap. It's cheap, and he's towards the second half of the season last year. He started to really command the strike zone he can a little bit more. Give you some innings, and he and he's a bulldog. So I yeah. I, I would in in a, in a Safe situation, or not safe situation, but in a it, where I need some a little bit of bullpen help, I would have actually picked up Farmer. My my look cheap. at these four guys is if if I'm trying to rebuild an organization, uh-huh. these are four young guys that you know I I it, it almost it's almost like bringing in minor leaguers. Let's see what we got here. I, I think if I was doing this, just because of how I've seen the outfield market shape up this season, I don't know that I would bring back Jacoby Jones. I who, mean, right now, because I can bring him back so cheap, I do. Who would you replace him with? Who would I replace him you? with? Who would, who I, would you I would, sign in his place? Right now, for a stopgap, I don't know if he's actually signed anywhere yet, but Adam Jones. I'd take an Adam Jones at two, $2 $3 million. I would pay him slightly more because Is Adam Jones making, of being a clubhouse making that presence. little? He will be if he ever signs anywhere. I believe he's signed, talking with a Japanese team. But this is a guy that won the World Baseball Classic just a couple yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. Made a phenomenal catch. The, he was, that guy he was a stud play. in that, class, yep. in that uh, series. What the hell happened? But I, I would bring back Boyd. I'd bring back Norris and Farmer for a bullpen. I don't know that I'd have either one of those guys in the rotation, but for the bullpen at just under With three million, under three go, million, I'd bring back Norris for a bullpen and Farmer. Let's face it, Jones could play the outfield with the best of them. For a defensive outfielder, he's as good as they come. Mm-hmm. We're talking about yeah, Adam I Jones, would, Corey, not yeah, Adam Jones. Jacoby. Yeah, okay. Just yeah. So you do I would that. definitely <laughs> play Adam Jones. Yeah, in the outfield, way better than Jacoby. Um, he does just, make some good catches, though, Jacoby. Uh, well, here's my here's my prediction: the Tigers will sign one more free agent before the season. Okay. <laughs> and it it won't be somebody we care about. Are, that, thinking, are you thinking infield or outfield? Uh, let's see. What do they need? I, I would I would think it'll be a utility type utility guy. and type guy. Was I was going to say were you making that prediction yesterday when right before the Tigers decided to sign right-handed pitcher Ivan Nova yeah, to well, a minor league deal? And and you know if you look at Nova's numbers they're not terrible. They're no. not terrible. When That's, he first started before he got hurt he was a pretty darn good pitcher. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of like that commercial where uh, you know a guy go nurse comes in and the guy says, how's the surgeon that's going through my surgery? And she oh, says, he's okay. He's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay? Just that's okay. That's, that's what we're looking for right now. I we're looking know. for people to hold places sure. until we get better. Been doing it for Whatever a while. Whatever that means. That's an AT&T commercial, right? Yes. Yeah. I think they, so. they should ask the Tigers if they could just use them in the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking, speaking of Tiger commercials, when Zumaya was here, Mazda had the commercial oh, the that was zoom zoom, zoom, zoom. The, the kid would be on on his camera. Says, zoom yeah. zoom. That's what they should have played as he ran in from the bullpen. That would have mm. been great. They probably had to pay for it. What was another yeah. signing that we did with? Uh, that we did a trade, didn't we? We did. We did. A, we did a trade with Cleveland. We traded K 
cash considerations to the Indians for catcher Eric Haas. Another who, backup, Tyna, kind who of last year was at tr- was at AAA. Uh, at least Columbus it's a at for... least it's a real catcher this time. I, I mean... hear from Indian fans, he's a pretty good sign for us. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and he's. <laughs> And, and they're in our division, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, they know we're not going to, you know, we're not competing. Sure. Just, they say he's a good ball player. Are they competing, though? The Indians? Is Cleveland really they're on the, compete they're on, this They're year? on the edge of the cliff. We asked this question last week, but where do you where are you ranking the Central right now and uh, from first to last? I'm sticking. Uh, I know he thinks Minnesota's on the downward trend. I'm, uh-huh. gonna, I'm sticking with Minnesota, uh-huh. Rocco Baldelli, manager of the year. Then I'm going with the White Sox, who are ready to punch their way up to the top. Yep. And then I'm going to go with the Indians. Okay. Then I'm gonna go. Uh, it's a tough one. Kansas City, yeah. Detroit. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Tigers and Kansas City. Okay. I think the Tigers are we're, not gonna we're lose. Still a little bit better than Kansas. I think they're City not gonna lose a hundred this year. I think they're gonna lose in the nineties. That's what 90s. I said. Yeah, I said in the nineties. I'm not making my year. bold predictions until April yeah. happens, and we all know what happens when I make bold predictions. Yeah, they're gonna win seventy-eight last year. <laughs> not, it could tack on the wins that they do this year. Could tack on to the wins that they had last hey, year. How exciting would it be is that they shocked the hell out of us and just became. Win like this. a 500 team and that that competed and beat good teams and like, like possibly what I said, that, snuck like into what the I said card, they'll be hopefully maybe. you know five games out in yeah. in, in yeah. August or if, something like if that. If that happens, I, I will I will scream from the mountaintops because I, mean, I can't wait would, for that. I would happen. be happy. Oh, I would be happy. Wh- wh- to be which a which mountaintop team. in Michigan will you be screaming? It from? would be the Mount one Holly. in yeah Boyne. Okay, Boyne. I'll go. I'll travel all the way up to Boyne. Okay, we'll make sure we bring the camera. Up Could be okay. the one out there off of twenty four, just north of the palace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's garbage. Yeah. Isn't that garbage? <laughs> <laughs> what? Auburn Hills? Does anybody else hear that? Well, so the Tigers got Eric Haas. Yeah, is that the way you say his name? Is Haas. it Hassey? Haas? Haas. There was a famous catcher, a very good catcher named Hassey, yep. way mm-hmm. back when. You mm-hmm. got it. Yeah, uh, uh, Ivan Nova. Or is it Ivan Nova? Ivan. Ivan. Yeah, Ivan. That sounds better. Mm-hmm. Nova Kane. Decent, decent pitcher and has had good years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nationals signed Eric Thames and Estrubel Cabrera. Yep. He's part of your little fantasy team, isn't he? Yeah, Cabrera's one of my guys. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that here. In... Signed with the champs. That's right. And and you know what? You play better when you're with better players. True. Yeah. It's very true. Uh, Cardinals. Jose Martinez. I don't know much about him. Tell me about Martinez. Do you know much about Jose him? Martinez? Uh, <laughs> he was. I a, thought he was a good hitter. He was a backup outfielder and infielder for the Cardinals the last few years. Uh, they've been trying to ship him out, and they finally are able to ship him out along with uh, young outfielder Rondi. I never like pronouncing his Rosarina. Name. Yep, that's sure. it. And future considerations to the Tampa Bay Rays for a left-handed pitcher, Matt Libertor. Catcher, Eduardo Rodriguez, and future considerations. And now it's being in talks that uh, the St. Louis Cardinals are trying to acquire Nolan Arenado. And the reason they asked for Matt Libertor in this deal was so that they can flip him to the Colorado Rockies in a possible deal for Makes Nolan sense. Arenado. Yeah. Why would they think- trade Arenado? Why? Yeah. Because you can get a crap load from him, and you can also get rid of his $237 million on your payroll. Yeah, that's, yeah. I guess they're not trying to win out in Colorado anymore, huh? I don't know. I mean, he can opt out after this year, so okay. well, that why makes not sense, try to huh? get something sure. for him? Okay, well, we better talk about our rules. 
I want to make one announcement real yes, quick. Yes, sir. Corey, make our announcement. Oh, yeah. Totally forgot about the announcement. <laughs> so this is our actual, since it's our 100th episode, or 100th Sorry. Our year episode. We are actually going to be moving away. Sorry, live viewers, but we are actually going to be moving away from the live viewing. So now you can catch us on demand two times a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. New episodes will drop every Tuesday and Thursday at 3 p.m. Uh, so you can catch all that on demand and just binge until your heart desires. I Go gotta back do on. this twice a week. No, no. Am I getting a raise? <laughs> well, you get the hundred dollars that that person's coming okay. in to yeah. give you. Yeah, and that's okay. all you get. And also, we don't get anything. The, the the last piece of exciting news for Michigan baseball fans is that the first preseason poll for college baseball came out this past week. The Michigan Wolverines are ranked, ranked in at number 13. We'll see where they go from there once well, we the season starts. we got to pay some starts. attention to them this year after fancy, the great year fancy. they had last year. Yes. And uh, so, are we ready for our baseball? Yeah, we are ready. Oh, we're running out of time. Baby. Okay. So, this player, and by this player I mean somebody in the lineup, is prohibited from sitting in the bullpen unless he's serving a particular role in there. What player is it, and what role does he need to be doing to be allowed in the bullpen. This is an official rule? Yes. Say it one more time. Okay. This player is prohibited from sitting in the bullpen unless he is serving a particular role. Got it. What player is it, and what role does he need to be doing? Hmm. This is rule number 6.10B15. My guess is it's a catcher, and he has to be warming up a pitcher. Don't say anything. That's yet. a guess. We all get a guess, right? Yep. Yeah, Go ahead, man. You all get a guess. I'm going to guess a starting pitcher. Yep. Okay. And his role would be, heck, I don't even know what his role would be. Staying loose. Okay, Corey. I, I'm going with starting pitcher as well. That's, well. Yeah. That's a good guess. And I guess I'll just go generic and just becoming a, re, a reliever for an inning or two. Okay. Short reliever. Short relief. Yeah, I'm just going to go with that. Okay. The answer is a designated hitter is specifically prohibited from mm. sitting in the bullpen unless he is serving as the bullpen catcher. It's huh. I got half of it. <laughs> you were closest. Yeah. That's bizarre. Well, we, we better wrap this nonsense up uh, for Angel in the booth. And I, I don't know who else is back there. Is it Steven? You got Just Kelsey Angel. and Steven <laughs> back Kelsey there. Kelsey and Steven for Ethan the Statman Perlman, Corey, Sir Patrick Stewart, and our very special guest, Tom Mazaway. This is Jess Monticello saying, let's play two. <laughs>